Hello from Berlin, Prague, and somewhere in Slovakia. My name is Mark. <laughs> and I'm David. And you're listening to the Check Your Facts podcast, a little podcast about media, journalism, and everything we like about it. Mark, I'm in Povaška Bystrica, actually, if you want to know. Yeah. Uh, slowly again, please. <laughs> uh, Povaška Bystrica. And how far is that away from Bratislava? So it's like hour and a half from... I'm, I'm on a business trip. And oh. so I'm staying here for, for the night. Like, What are you doing on your business trip? Um... Work stuff. <laughs> let's just. Oh, it's, 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 it's let's, top secret. Let's just oh. keep it at, at, at that. Uh, I'll, I'll have so to not, come not up with. Are like your Dobre Rano podcast? Or <laughs> is, it, is it something, something no, else? No, no, it's, it's, it's more like I'm talking to the guys because also I'm in charge of like um, uh, updating our mobile apps and so I'm talking to the guys who are in charge of that. Uh, I mean, who are doing that. Okay. So the the developers and the designers, so they are showing me some stuff, and we are just like making a roadmap for this year, and it's it's pretty exciting. They're they they are great guys, and uh, we don't get to hang out a lot. I mean, obviously we come to work, but yeah, <laughs> you know how that works. And, and for how long for how long are you staying there? Just just the night, like two days. I came for ah, two okay. days. And uh, so, how have you settled in the big private media? Uh, big private media, yes. It would uh, have been like super interesting two weeks. And uh, I finally found a flat and moved in there, but there are still like boxes everywhere. And I'm not like completely um, moved into the flat, but uh, work, work is fine and very nice and very interesting and very fast paced. And I have so much to do. Uh, but it's very. Do it's do very nice. do you actually think that the work in private media is faster than in you know public media? Yeah, I I I'm not so sure if you can like generally say that. But what I learned now from where I worked and where I work now, it's a bit different, I'd say. But I don't know if I would like, for example, go to um, Bayerischer Rundfunk in Bavaria or. Um, VDR in, in Western Germany or I don't know if it's the same but because you're driven by finance and money it's different than be like like not be driven by finance and money so you have to move fast because the market is like moving super fast and for example when Facebook announced that they are gonna treat publishers differently now and news are not be so much present more anymore in the in the news feed that it's is completely different like but in the private you know, sector i say but do you know who works in public media i guess our guest <laughs> no i know it's our guest <laughs> <laughs> you you know it right so yes i would like to welcome uh, eva moshpanova from czech radio to our podcast hello eva hi hi This this is actually the first time we are talking to to each other in in, in English. It's, it's a bit oh, weird. Oh really? Yeah, I don't think we did that before. No, probably not. No, <laughs> uh, I, I would say this is the first time. Why would you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Because, if uh, if you're yeah. on a conference with a bunch of other guys, but that did not happen to us. Oh, 
or hasn't happened yet. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We have to say Eva is not from Czech Republic, but is living and working now in Czech Republic. She's um, Slovak, just like David. Uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. That's nice. So um, how did you end up in Czech Republic and in journalism? Please, please tell us a bit about yourself. Oh, well, I'm thinking about this journalism thing. Uh, I'm doing it uh, quite regularly since I'm about 16, starting in small municipal television. And I think I always kind of like it. And regarding Czech Republic question, I'm one of those Erasmus kids that went for Erasmus in in Prague, to, to Prague, and I just somehow found my husband here, and I guess once we'll have kids that will be in this Erasmus statistics, you know, how much kids Erasmus program brought to the European Union, so here I am. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know that actually, <laughs> that it was like this. Oh, you didn't know I end up here through Erasmus? Uh, no, no, I did not. It's it's nice little program that just has tendency to move people through European Union and drop them off in funny places like Prague. And Prague is very easy city to fall in love with. So I just stood here, <laughs> stayed here. Oh, oh it's, it's one of the easiest cities <laughs> to <laughs> fall in love with, I would say. And uh, so, so you work now in Czech Radio, where but but that's that's not your first stop in in Czech Republic. Tell us where you worked before, because it's kind kind of like you know it's a journey, interesting journey. I started in Weekly Respect, which is uh, kind of uh, it's well, it's a little bit of investigative, a little bit of social. It's very respected weekly magazine and then I moved to a little bit more business-like magazine which is called Marketing and Media where I focused on media market here and right now I'm in a Czech Public Service Radio where we started about a year ago the first uh, news website of Czech Radio. They did have a news website before for I don't know maybe more than 10 years but well, it was a little bit more in back, and about a year ago, they decided to really do a new, nice website, very clean and very fast. So we are now working on that. I have to ask. I have to ask David. Uh, is this the same Czech radio where we met the guys in uh, in Budapest? Yes, you can you can ask about them, Eva. She will tell you. But it's the same. Which guys? You might mean. So it was Adam and Jan Cipulka. Yeah. Adam Javurek and Jan Cipulka. Yes, those are, well, they are working with me on website. They are our data guys. Okay. So, yeah, there's this one Czech public radio and you all work there and do cool stuff because Adam and Jan um, yeah, showed in their presentation very interesting stuff you did. And I was sitting there like, whoa, these radio guys do like very interesting, crazy stuff. I didn't know the, the Czech radio is uh, so cool and like forward, forward thinking. I liked it very much. So I'm really interested in what, what you are doing there. <laughs> oh, 
Well, I'm just regular reporter on the website. I don't have any kind of special affiliation. I usually do more of uh, foreign desk stuff. But I, di I didn't want to interrupt you, uh, David, because I thought I heard that you wanted to ask something else. Yeah, I've, I wanted to tell maybe because because uh, Eva is being modest, but uh, she she has gone through like uh, a lot of things because um, I know about her, which she did not mention that she she used to go to writers camps. Is this right? Like something like that? Yeah, that's uh, what we did back in Slovakia. We did a little, well, maybe writers camp, writer program for kids who like writing in Slovakia. It's called Medziriatki, which would translate like something between the lines. And it was kind of summer program where we every year put together kids and did uh, week full of writing for them and actually there are some journalists that are out of there and are now doing their own writing yeah actually i would say quite a few and then then in, in respect you you mentioned to, uh, you did not mention that you did like feature uh, articles there mainly i would say uh, yeah well i That's one thing I like and which is a little bit harder right now to do for me are these real long reads. Uh, I really love the pieces where you have place to write and one thing that it's not so good about the internet is that you have a lot of space on the internet to write. You are not limited by pages but you just don't have time. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's, that's the irony, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I just... And oh, I just now love the opportunities that it gives you, you know, the snowfalls and stuff. It's amazing thing to do, but it just takes so much time. And one, one, or there are a few of re few reasons why we called you to, to the podcast, because there has been some, I would say, interesting development in Czech Republic recently, uh, which are the presidential elections. You are now like the little united states in the heart of europe <laughs> in in some, some some regard i would say um and uh, al also the like m journalism wise and media wise the whole thing not just around the election but like long before um has in in czech republic has has been like developing i would say quite Oh, it's like wildly? <laughs> I don't know. How would you call it? Oh, well, I usually use the word interestingly because you can just hide everything under the word interesting. Uh, just, uh, I don't really know how to describe it. Uh, it changed a lot in the last week, though. At least my feeling from that. Have you seen the video where they are punching journalists and just throwing cameras to the ground that was really weird things to, weird things to see did you see this mark mm, I, i've seen it i'm not so sure well it no, was so uh, after the presidential elections in the camp of uh, president zeman there became let's say some fight or something like that and it ended up in the way that Two guys were punching journalists and throwing cameras to the ground and just shouting insults at the journalists. And a few minutes before, the president was insulting journalists. And it was really crazy things to see. I mean, I cannot remember where I have seen something like that in Central Europe. And uh, so 
that that's that's present but i would maybe go just like uh, uh, give give the listeners like uh, uh, just a quick recap uh and uh just correct me if i'm wrong so like uh in czech republic uh, happened all, almost the same thing as in slovakia that the the german publishing like the the german owners of the media have left they they have uh, uh you know um Yeah, they did. They sold that. So they sold that to Andrei Babish, the current prime minister. But he was not prime minister at the time. Yes. So the 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 yeah bunch of the bunch of the media ended up in the hands of you know like business people, we would say, or oligarchs, as, as as we say in Slovakia, or people say in Slovakia, and uh, many many interesting things happened. Uh for example the biggest newspaper like many journalists have left the big newspapers they started like small newspapers like some some of them investigative some of them really activistic which are like aimed only like to, I would say just like op- to oppose the prime minister and and the 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 whole media scene has kind of scattered and in all of this like uh, the Czech radio website emerged and uh, a few months ago there was actually same 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 discussion as it was we we talked about this mark as in germany where uh, the private media owners uh, started you know uh, saying publicly that uh, uh, why should pub- why should public media you know radio and television have their websites that that is not you know uh, their you know They they shouldn't do that, and the the same thing happened in Czech Republic. I would say it's it's calmed down. What do you think, Eva, about this? Like the whole thing where people were, I would say, a bit against uh, the website you're writing for in Czech Radio. Well, that's um, there are two sides to that. We are, uh, there are certainly some. Well, let's start with the fact that we are very popular among readers. I think we have we. In a year that we are functioning now, we have gained quite an audience. We have people that are really... F- I'm surprised how friendly they are towards us. I have been in media for a few years and I'm kind of used to, to nasty comments and stuff like that. And really for last year we have met with some nice encouraging messages from people, which is really different experience for me. And But yeah, there are some critical comments which came mainly from people in media business i don't blame them for that it's uh they say that we are kind of you know unfair competition because we don't have to live from advertising which is kind of problem for them since it makes our website fast it makes it quite nice we don't have any ads there it just loads really quickly and nicely and i i understand some of these points but the thing is the BBC also does have a website and no one cares that much about it so and we did have websites for the Czech radio did have websites for quite a lot of years what we are doing now is that we are trying to push it a little bit more and trying to see what we can do with that we have our we We have two jobs basically. Our main job is to promote the work of the radio, 
we take uh, the materials that our colleagues from radio make and turn them to web which I think is good because in that way you know when you make a report for radio they just played there one or two times and it just flew over and people who didn't catch it just didn't catch it once you put it on the internet it's there people are able to find it to look at it to come back to it so I think it's good for the people who do that and also for the readers and the second thing we also have our own reporters and we are trying to do our own things we have that data guys which are trying to do data journalism so we are trying to see where public media can go in this regard i don't think we are in competition with commercial media though i think our we are still public media our role is different in this and i think in the year 2018 is just normal that we have internet that's funny think even president miloš zeman was asked in one interview about us and this question whether he thinks it's normal that radio would build website, news website, and he said that it's year, at that time it was year 2017, so why not have it? Yeah, but I think um, especially the private-owned companies think a bit differently about that topic. So don't you think that? <laughs> like they, they say um, you're like a big competition. Uh, it's logical that uh, you don't see it like this. <laughs> oh, Yeah, I, I can really, I can see where they are coming from, but hmm, I'm thinking how to how to say difference because I really don't see us to each other as competition. You, I, I'm more promoter of cooperation among journalists, and it's quite a weird thing about Czech market right now. I don't know about German market, or I'm not so sure about Slovak market now. Uh, but the year market in Czech Republic right now is very competitive. It gets to this kind of weird brawls on the Twitter and Facebook and attacks from media on each other. And so I'm more promoter on cooperation because I think our goal is basically the same. We all want to provide people with quality information or at least majority of us. So I don't think, and we are not taking any advertisement. We are not taking any advertisement money from there. If we would do advertisement, then I would get any, any, uh, how to say, any critic that they have, because then we would go into their business. But we just don't do advertisement. So their advertisement budgets are untouched by us. And from what we have seen at the numbers. Uh, their visitor numbers are also not affected by us. It's interesting because uh, these years, they, uh, or at least last year since we started, there have been presidential election and parliamentary election. And I think through this, uh, thanks to these elections, there have been growing taste for the news. And basically every news website in Czech Republic have been gaining visitors and views. So no one is going down right at this point. And certainly we couldn't see at numbers where we look when we looked that we would take a big bunch of numbers or anything like that. Quite on the contrary. Yeah, it's always like a very theoretical discussion because public uh, or the, the public sector is doing like online journalism for free 
and the private sector says like if you wouldn't do it for free we would have more paying customers or yeah paying readers um that's like the kind of dispute that's there but i see that you don't don't like affect the well it's hard in czech republic because there is not much paywalls here it's somehow didn't catch on here or at least not yet their majority yeah. of news websites are still free yeah it's a, it's a bit of a uh, egg and chicken discussion what was what was first <laughs> because every everything was free on the internet uh, in the beginning nobody started to build up paywalls and now they have to think about how to get money how to earn money and how to like invent new business models for for online journalism so but yeah i i've now seen both sides uh, although it's only two and a half weeks but um i i, I see how how money runs the business uh, but i'm still a big fan of the public sector and the public public radio and tv and also the online projects so well yeah. i think i have been in always well this is my first year and a half in public media always before i have been in commercial media so i can see the commercial side of that and i think that uh, it's important also to support commercial media it's important not to tell people or it's important to tell people for example to turn ad blocks off because that's a big problem in czech republic and uh, czech readers are quite tech savvy and they know how to use ad block and they use it a lot so that's a big problem of this market for example this is one discussion that's going on in Czech Republic um, but but something we which we talked about already is is connected maybe um, when you were last time in Bratislava I think we talked about this which is like uh, trust in media plus plus like people seem to not know anymore like how how, how media is run that like all the processes behind behind journalism we do um and also in Czech, Czech Republic is like specially outside vulnerable and and full of like the, there is there are a few really big um in I, I think we can call them a fake fake news websites which are operating on pretty large, large scale can you can you talk about that a little bit well there is certainly market for mm, let's say how they call themselves alternative news sources. They have quite an audience in Czech Republic. One of the most visited portals, uh, Parliamentary News. It's a portal that tends to be accused a lot of um, distributing, uh, let's say, not entirely truthful news. Uh, and uh, the one thing it showed, especially, it. I think it as in many countries it always shows up uh, before elections. It doesn't necessarily have to be uh, or have to do with some foreign intervention. It also just have can have to do with or I'm sorry, I'm just thinking really fast. Let me put it together somehow. Well, it has also a lot to do with emotions that all the elections are steering. And uh, in the last months, in presidential elections, we have seen a lot of news that were certainly not truthful. The one of them um, 
you know, in a Czech elections there have been this uh, runoff between uh, Milor Zeman, our current president, and between Jiří Drahoš, the scientist who came into this second uh, second round of the elections with him. And there, there were for months. It was, it was. Um, how to say it? Uh, well, we expected for months for Jiří Drahoš to be in the second round of election, and it was kind of expected that there would be some disinformation about him or some, uh, how they say now, fake news or just simply lies about him. So, and there were some attempts. Uh, there is, for example, one website with very uh, murky financing and murky personalities behind it. Aeronet, which uh, claimed, for example, that uh, Jiří Drahoš was member of uh, communist secret police and also suggested that he likes little boys and stuff like that, uh, none of which was true. And that uh, didn't catch on. What caught on and what became quite surprisingly, or maybe not that surprisingly, the main topic of Czech elections was immigration. Uh, surprisingly, because the Czech president doesn't really have any powers in which he can control immigration or anyway, but that became a main topic and migration is also a topic that a lot of these alternative sources are really interested about because people are looking for different view there. Well, was it like really a was it really a surprise for you that immigration was such a big topic because we've seen this main topic in like every selection in, in Europe, if it was like France or the Brexit discussion, even in Germany. So I mean, it was, was, not it, was it, it was not that surprising that this topic came out, but it was quite surprising that it came out, uh, especially in presidential elections, since president really doesn't have anything to do with that, basically. He just cannot, simply. There are very little powers that he can with it in um, so what what would have what would have been like the bigger topics for the election well one of the big topics that was talked about uh, was uh, mr zeman's health mr zeman uh, is a guy over 70 and it is known that he has some health issues and uh, well he admits it that he has uh, problems uh, from diabetes that he has problems with his legs Uh, but that was, for example, one, let's say, disinformation that was spread before that uh, he has cancer. That was something uh, that uh, what local politician from Brno wrote on his Facebook, that Mr. Zeman has cancer and just few months in front of him. And we... There was nothing to confirm this information, basically. There is a lawsuit going on, I believe. And, well, Mr. Zeman's doctor said that he is healthy. And the truth is that we, at this moment we don't know uh, what is president health status like. We know that, uh, well, everyone could see that uh, he's getting a little bit weaker maybe. But his doctors claim that he is healthy. He himself is saying that he is a young man full of energy. So that is something that is also got a little bit of disinformation before elections. But, you know, if I'm thinking about it, the, probably the migration is a big topic in Czech Republic for the last few years. 
uh, especially in Czech Republic, it's even bigger topic than in Slovakia, which is kind of weird because we really don't have much immigrants here. What do you say, David? Um, about the mi migration topic? Yeah, especially in Slovakia. No, it's um, from, from time to time you always see it when the politicians uh, don't uh, know how to, you know, oppose uh, their opponent. Uh, they, they just like go to migration as a topic and the more liberal, li liberal uh, um, politicians, they, they of course will not say that they welcome any migrants, but they will not say that they don't want any. Uh, on the other hand, you have these like other, maybe a little bit more nationalist politicians, which always go for like, we, we, we want our country for our people, and we do not want like not one migrant. So it's, it's interesting that even though like... Uh, Two years have passed since like the big wave it's it's still a huge topic which um, you know makes people react to that and that's always a good talking point for any politician i would say so i was i was not that surprised about that but but still i i, I thought that the 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 level like the the quality of the topics would be a, a bit better hmm The thing is, when there were the German elections, I think most of the people thought the way like you just described it. Uh, it's a big topic, um, no questions. But um, so many people thought like there are so so many other problems in our country, uh, like poverty and like the richer the rich people get richer, the poor get poorer, and things like that like we have an airport in berlin that's not like being finished for decades probably and there's this and this and that and the big topics especially like in the tv duels like when they talk to each other and discussed everything were always like immigration there was always also done by the media like this they always asked questions about this because obviously it's politically one of the biggest problems or topics in Europe right now? Well, that became also main topic of Czech elections. We had full cities of posters which were saying stop Drahoš and immigration, tying two things together that didn't have much connections, but the cities were full of them. So, and they really, I think they managed to 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 portray Yiži Drahoš as kind of, as they say in Czech, welcomer of refugees, to connect him to that topic, which was not true. He was really trying again and again to explain that he is against quotas, that he is against the economic migrants who are not from European Union. Really, his views were not that different from Mr. Zeman's, but he was just not able to somehow jump out of this box of welcomer and friend of refugees. And that was really reason for many people not to vote for him. Okay, and regarding, regarding the... Um, there, there's one another phenomenon which people outside Czech Republic maybe 
could not see and and I don't think I have seen any articles covering this or something so in in the United States after after Trump got elected uh New York Times Washington Post um had huge campaigns like uh now is the time when you have to you know um uh, endorse quality journalism uh, you can like support us uh, the the best way is to like you know become our members and pay us monthly fee and something like this i see happening uh, via twitter in czech republic like is 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 it just like my bubble or is it a real thing eva because like i have seen all the major like uh, news outlets like trying to uh you know jump on this like if there was a trump bump we could <laughs> call it a zeman bump like is is something like that happening like well it seems that it really is happening i asked my former colleague from respect uh about because i have seen also on twitter that people are tweeting like let's support media now it doesn't have actually that much to do with the re-election of Zeman I think it would not just happen because of that what happened after re-election of Zeman was this insulting of journalism of journalists and of media that came right away like minutes after that because what happened before elections itself is that uh, Zeman spokesperson uh, spokesman Iji Ovčáček was arguing really hard with journalists he even declared that uh, economic newspaper Hospodárske noviny is not a media that big news portal Aktuálne is not media and he will not answer for their question and what happened after Zeman got elected is that he got on a podium And uh, questions from journalists started really few minutes after election. I don't even think it was all counted at that point. Maybe it was like 99.9%. And the first thing when uh, journalists from Czech television tried to ask questions was uh, that Zeman told him like, can you speak louder please? You sound like mutant. And that was the first thing that he said after being elected, which kind of raised eyebrows. The second thing is that when uh, another journalist from Respect tried to ask question, he insulted her. Then when uh, tried, or not insulted her, but just kind of made fun of that question. And then uh, who insulted was our Prime Minister Andrei Babiš, who when he was asked also after elections question, he just started attacking family of the journalist. He said Emma Smetana journalist that his her mother insulted him and just got really personal. So and all this happened in one evening together with the fight, which I told uh, which I told you about that in a uh, Zeman's. Uh, in a hotel where Zeman team was and where Zeman celebration was uh one man we think he got drunk he claims that he was poisoned by bad journalists well or not journalists why Prague intellectual coffee house or however you want to call it uh, Can I say that again, maybe to cut it because I got somehow lost? Well, so uh, what happened in a hotel uh, where Zeman was, was that there two men got into fight with journalists, like really ugly fight with insults and with throwing cameras to the ground with punches going on. And all of that happened in one evening. Insults to the journalists, 
fight with journalists and I think that was something that really pushed a lot of people uh, into this that we have to support media it's starting to it was really really weird feeling to see that that's that those were pictures that you usually imagine to see somewhere in Balkans and uh, we are not used to that in Czech Republic we still do have there is still some basic respect for journalists or even it seemed a little bit like when you remember these pictures when former prime minister of Slovakia Vladimir Mečiar threw cameras and just fought with journalists it was something like that and this wave of people claiming that we want to support our favorite magazines and journalists come after that so I think it has a lot to do with that and I asked uh, I asked friends from Respect whether they can see really the rise in numbers or whether it's just Twitter status. You know, it doesn't have to translate this Twitter status into real support. But he says that really it is. They gained in last week uh, hundreds of, news, uh, of new subscribers. He talks about 400% rise of subscribers. So the numbers are not full yet. He doesn't know exact numbers. And I didn't ask for exact numbers, but he said that he they can really feel that support. So hopefully it will stay. Wow, that's that's actually okay. Um, it's amazing. I'm really I'm amazed at that support. It's really nice thing to see. And we will need it. <laughs> Will they even uh, use like the normal radio or will they go to Alexa or Google Home or whatever and listen to anything audio which is not produced by like radio only guys but by, by private private companies? For example, Google itself, for example. I do wish I knew exact answer to that because I could probably get a lot of money <laughs> if I would know exact answer to that. Uh, yeah, true. Well, uh, the radio is still, thanks to car, listened pretty much in Czech Republic, but uh, one of our radio stations became, uh, started to experiment with podcasts also. It was their first experiment. I think it went went quite well and we are looking for example for uh, at what SME is doing at Slovakia with their good morning podcast that is very inspiring thing what is right now big trend in Czech Republic is video it's this uh, we are at this time now where everyone thinks that there are money in video advertising and that video is the best strategy Uh, I think we'll move beyond this point quite soon because there is a, right now there is maybe even a little bit too much of video on Czech internet. Everyone is trying to do video interviews. It's very popular and I don't know how long this can stay. I'm expecting a little bit maybe this podcast to come and we'll see because... It's really a fun thing with Slovaks and Czechs that we used to media-wise tend to inspire each other. To, to, like, 
what we see in Slovakia and what seems good, then we try to take and bring to Czech Republic. And I, I don't know, like, what do you think? Does it work other side? Do you take something from Czech Republic? I'm not sure. Yeah, definitely. There, the data journalism stuff that you guys, like Czech Republic was the first doing data journalism, and I know the guys before me they were following the Czech Republic and looking at this. So, so it's 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 definitely vice versa. Mm, yeah, and I hope, really hope that the podcast will take on in Czech Republic that they will see because it's a little bit hard with videos on the internet that you know you actually have to look on your any device that you use when you see the video and the trend in Czech Republic is uh, to do video interviews and the good thing about video interviews is that you can do it also just like just use sound from that so I think that could be pretty translatable it will just depend like a lot of things in media on advertising whether advertiser will catch on that and how users will react to that Okay, we we could probably start a pro and contra discussion about video and audio, um, but I th- I think I think you're right. And the thing is, the analytics we have for video, especially in social media, are well, they're big numbers, but um, you can imagine what's behind it. I mean, Facebook counts everything from three seconds. YouTube is much better because they uh, count everything from thirty seconds. But still, um, who is watching till the end? Who is like not only scrolling through a newsfeed and so on? So um, maybe audio is like um, more trustful or not trustful, but I don't know, a tr- more traditional medium that like connects to its listeners. And I don't know about you guys, but I like to listen to a podcast like for the 20 minutes uh, underground ride or on my way home or at home. And once I started a podcast, I'm always listening till the end or almost always listen uh, till the end. And that's not the case with videos. I have to be honest. So again, again, a plus for podcasts, but uh, everyone listening to this podcast knows that David and I are like super duper podcast fans so it's very subjective (laughs) what can help us a lot are prices of data in Czech Republic of internet data because internet is still quite expensive here and the sound is just cheaper to get on your phone than video yeah that's a a topic we always talk about because uh, there are so many places in Europe that are much better with data plans Um, Germany is horrible as well very expensive you should you should you should move to czech republic or slovakia <laughs> you will get cheaper internet <laughs> oh not much in yeah. czech republic it's awful expensive also really so come to slovakia <laughs> i heard in poland that the, in poland they have really funny prices for internet okay we should all go to poland then i know that in for example in moldova the the internet is like super cheap because it was one of the countries where they were testing uh, the connection and the networks, so that's why people in Moldova have have had like uh, really fast and really cheap internet for long. Uh, but but for example, over there the the video blogging YouTubers scene is much more, much much bigger and better. That's uh, interesting. Maybe because because of that. Yes, yes. 
So my friend told me, <laughs> actually, one one of one of the guests of this show, like uh, the very, I would say he was the second guest of the, on the show VRL. Uh, we c- can go and listen to that interview. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, uh, it's 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 been fun. Uh, thank you for all of you guys who've been listening until here. Um, be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you have not subscribed yet. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, we like to have many journalism nerds listening to this podcast. Uh, reach out if you have something interesting. And uh, what else, Mark? Follow us everywhere. Never forget to always check your facts, please. Because that's very important yes. in Czech Republic. Very important. In Slovakia, in Germany and everywhere else in the world. Okay, bye. bye.